And so, and I'm guilty of this, like seeing somebody else who has had more success than me and getting fixated on, let me try to do it how they are doing it. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 510. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a regularly tuned episode. If you guys didn't catch up on my series, I did a five-part series about the marketing secrets nobody talks about, so you can go back and listen to those. They're on this normal podcast in the feed. Um, Otherwise, here we are in May, and it is spring and all the things, and I don't know. What's a life update? Life update for you guys is I I have shared on the podcast... um, I'm definitely going through a massively transformational time in a good way, um, personally. And it all started three months ago. There was just some things that kicked this off. Um, And the best way for me to summarize what happened and what I'm doing, and I feel like I'm not the only one in this place, but is I looked at everything in my life, specifically personal relationships and areas of my personal life that were just kind of like good enough um, and had been good enough for years and I said I'm done. Um, Not necessarily done with those relationships but done with them being good enough and demanding that they will become great or I will be done and I found that I as we probably all do, hid a lot in my business and my work and making that, you know, 10 out of 10 in my health and CrossFit and all the things which are great. But I looked at, you know, specific areas in my life, specifically personal relationships and even friendships and realized I don't hold those to the same standard and I kind of stay in the same place because I'm afraid to be uncomfortable. Um, And so it's easier to just maintain and easier to just kind of stay status quo. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done with that. Like, I don't do good enough. Everything needs to be great. Um, And so that led to a lot of up and downs and conversations and pushing me. Um, And I'm currently doing EMDR therapy like one to two times a week, which is incredible. I've done EMDR before, highly recommend it. Um, I'm also trying a protocol uh, microdosing mushrooms, so psilocybin. Um, I've done it before. I've microdosed before. If you have never heard of that, I just recommend that you research it a little bit and and look into it. A lot of people have heard of it, but it's truly incredible um, the impact that psilocybin can have on our brain. Um, in such a positive way and it's one of those things same with MDMA that when you do it and you find it you're like why don't more people know about this because it is such um, a medicine for all different things Um, and so I'm doing a protocol of five days on two days off for 90 days I saw this uh, from somebody and I was like I think I saw this for a reason like I feel really called to try this and combine it with EMDR therapy. And so microdosing is a really small amount. So you barely feel it. It's very subtle. I can still work. Um, you just feel, you feel like you're a little bit above the noise on the days that you microdose, but it also carries on into all the other days. Like it changes. I, it's so hard for me to describe it, but 
you feel happier, but not like, oh, I'm high and I'm happy. You feel happier because you just feel clearer minded. There's less noise in your head, but it also open up, opens up, and this is a fact, it, it changes your brain neural pathways, which is what EMDR does too. And so ideas and thoughts um, come to you that wouldn't have happened before. And so especially this is my first week doing it fully, and I've had a lot of thoughts, and this happens in EMDR too, that you're like, oh, that's an interesting thought. Like, why did that just come to me? And so I'm processing those. Um, so that's a life update for you guys. A lot of people, I shared it in my DMs on Instagram that I was trying this protocol um, of microdosing and I got a lot of messages of people like asking for more information on it. So I'm sharing a little bit here, but I know that you guys are going to witness uh, a new version of Emily over the next several months. You already have. I already am so different than I was three months ago, but I'm I'm grateful for the challenges this has brought forth the challenging conversations and in some cases pain um but it is going to lead to a better me um yeah there's a lot more I could probably share but I'm not ready to yet but there will be a lot this this is this is a big deal for me so um this evolution is a big deal so okay we're gonna dive into today's content that is my life update that some of you enjoy at the beginning of the episodes I'm excited for this episode this was (laughs) This was inspired while I was on mushrooms. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it was. So I had this thought earlier today um, before, and I had other plans for um, recording podcast episodes. And I was like, I think I want to talk about this. And this is something that is, as usual with the best content, really simple, but often so underrated and so overlooked. And I just don't think people pay attention to this enough. And it's something I reflected on of our most successful clients and also business owners that I know in my circle and myself that something they're doing that I don't think they realize they're doing. And that is using your strengths and your personality in your business and your marketing. I think this is so underrated and not talked about because we spend so much time trying to replicate somebody else's formula or template or blueprint to success because we don't believe in ourselves. And so, and I'm guilty of this, like seeing somebody else who has had more success than me and getting fixated on, let me try to do it how they are doing it. And let me replicate what they're doing. And whether that's taking advice or buying a product, or even when you work with coaches. And I think we get so fixated on that. We sometimes lose ourselves in that. And we forget that we are the magic. You know, that like TikTok is like, I am the talent. That is how you are in your business. And when you look at the most successful people who are doing so well, they are leveraging their natural strengths, their natural personality, and what is fun and easy for them. And so this thought came to me that I was like, God, we spend so much time, you guys, me, everybody, oftentimes chasing somebody else's not version of success. I don't even want to say that, but way that they got to success. And how often do you have the thoughts of like, if I just get, you know, the team just like they had, or I use the same platform. I've had people literally say to me, oh, maybe if I just use like a click funnels, then I'll have success. Or if I follow this content method, or I use this strategy to sell my product and does it ever work? It never works because what you lose in that experience of doing that is yourself and the magic. 
and understanding that the people who have that success created it by doing and leveraging what they're naturally good at in their personality. Because I can tell you hands down, if something feels easy and fun for you, you'll do it way more and it will the success will come way faster. Now, I feel like I walk this middle line here because you're going to get teachers and people who are like, business should be fun and everything should feel easy and in flow and in alignment and all of those things. And while I think that is true, and I do subscribe to that more and more of understanding like my most success comes when I'm in, of course, in flow and ease um, and and that I'm I'm leveraging that. However, I also believe in that same token, you have to be careful because business is also not easy. So you want to leverage that in that idea of like, what is, what is easier for me? What is natural to my skill set? Like, what can I do that, that I'm really lit up about and that it's fun and leveraging my strengths, but also you want to have a little bit of discomfort. And you don't want to live in a place where you're only doing what's super easy all the time because then you're not growing. And you're going to have seasons in business too where you just have to like buckle down and get stuff done and it's not fun. And you're not like, oh, something's wrong because my business isn't fun right now. No, this is business. You're going to have days, weeks, months that are not fun. But in general, you should be trying to leverage your strengths and what is like comes very natural to you to grow your business and I think a lot of people do this in the beginning and they create some sort of success in the beginning by just literally doing that like following what their gut says following what they think they should do next like bootstrapping it and that's how you create a level of success and then you either continue to leverage that while balancing the fact that you have to go to a new level you don't know how to get there or you start to subscribe to somebody else's templates and blueprints and you lose that. And this has happened to me too of like having realizations of like, okay, I stopped doing what brought me success in the first time for whatever reason because someone told me it was wrong or that I shouldn't do that or that that wasn't the way, you know, and there's a lot of conflicting information. But at the end of the day, I do believe you have to come back to yourself and you have to really f- feel and understand what's the right thing for your business. So my question to you guys and to reflect on in this is what are your strengths and what is your personality? And if I was to put you in a room with a hundred people, like what would stand out about you? And this is especially true for you if you're the face of your brand, but all businesses need like a personality defined because that's what defines your values and that's what defines your mission and that's what helps with your messaging and all those things and that's what makes you stand out. So if I was to put you in a room with a hundred people, what would you and what would your friends and family say stands out about you? And what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are you really good at that others maybe aren't? Um, I think that as kids, we naturally lean towards something we're really good at and our strengths and things that we love, right? And then somewhere along the way, we lose that and we start doing what the world says we should do. Um, And so I think coming back to what you're naturally good at, because if you look at the best professionals in the world, they have a 
you know, any athlete, they're naturally good at that. And they, they continue to leverage that pathway. And so using your, your unique strengths and what makes you unique and leveraging that as a superpower is going to get you so much farther ahead than trying to be somebody else. And I think we don't realize we're doing this. So when you look at your content and you look at your strategy and you look at the way that you communicate and connect with your audience, I want you to think about what are you naturally good at? Is it video? Is it writing? Is it doing um, impromptu, I don't know, trainings about something? And like what ideas come to you? There's no wrong answer. And this is where some of my best, I can't describe it, but there's sometimes when you create content that you just feel like this is it. And it feels in alignment and it feels like it's coming from your soul. Sounds like so woo for me, but you, I think you guys will get what I mean, if you, especially if you create content. And then there's other times that you're trying to force it. Those times that it feels so easy and it feels so natural and it just flows out of you and it's you. What are those and how can you do more of that? Because that is what people are going to connect to the most. Especially today with the noise, the overstimulation, um, the competition for people's attention I think that without this you're you will have a hard time getting people to connect to you I recently had a really powerful conversation with a client where I think I shared this on the podcast but they shared something related to their fears And the fact that they weren't prepared for something that was coming. And they said, you know, everybody is looking to me um, to do well on this because I'm the expert and I'm not prepared because I didn't do the training. And it was just such a powerful moment because I was like, no, everybody is looking to you for the truth. Everybody is looking to see the real you. They don't care that you're not prepared. I want you to go on video And I want you to share exactly what you just said to me. And I want you to see that instantly 98% of your audience and even people outside of your audience are going to flock to this message because you were authentic and you just created that connection to them and you were truthful and you weren't trying to be somebody you're not. And, you know, this is separate from leveraging your strengths, but I think across the board in content and your business, you need to Figure out what are your strengths? What is your personality? What is the brand personality that then drives the values? And how do you bring that forward in your content? So maybe that is somebody who's really bold and really direct and you offend some people. Maybe you're not that way. Maybe you're really soft and empathetic and, I, and, and you, you are slower talking to people and, and softer than, than the other people. Like, what are the things that are natural to you and how can you do more of those things? And if you're somebody who, I have a client right now who, um, she's terrified of video. She does not want to record videos and it comes across in her videos that she doesn't want to do it. And I'm super proud of her or she's not that she doesn't want to do it, that she's extremely afraid of doing it. And I'm super proud of her for still trying to do it, but that is going to come across in her videos. But we discovered 
and this goes with her brand and her um, business, but that she teaches dance in person and that this was like a direct um, piece of her content that people would resonate with. And she's like developed this type of dance and it, it directly relates to um, her offer and her content in a, in a specific way, but that she was comfortable doing that. And I was like, well, let's stop having you do face to camera talking videos and like make your own video where you're incorporating that dance. Like just connect, just be you and and do that. And your audience is going to flock to it. So sitting with how can you use your strengths? How can you use what comes easy and natural to you to connect with your audience more? Because people want to feel this connection. And I guarantee you, if you go dissect any brand, business, person who is successful, especially the face of their brand, they're doing this. And they're taking, you know, 80% of what they've done is based off of foundational principles and strategies that will always work. The extra 20% that really was the magic and made the difference was them. It was how they connected with their audience. It was the language they used, the personality they brought. And that can only be defined by you because only you know that. And so when you go to hire people, as you learn this, you then get to translate that over and you get to say, hey, here's our brand. Here's our values. Here's what we say. Here's what we don't say. Here, here is who we are. And you remove following and trying to subscribe to those templates, formulas, and all of those ideas of what you should do that people have for you. And you lean into who are you naturally and how can you leverage that? Because that's where the magic happens. So I wanted to share that as a reflection point for you guys today. And also, I sat back and literally listed our most successful clients all of them, down to like Amy Porterfield, Marie Forleo, when you look at it, they all are doing this. And I don't think they all realize they're doing it. But that's the magic at what separates them from everybody else. So do more of that while still walking the line of doing what makes you uncomfortable. Like my client who is going to do the dance, she's terrified of doing that on video. She doesn't want to do it. But she's like, I will do it. And I will feel more natural doing it because it is something that comes so natural to me when I do it in person. So there's a difference. She's walking the line of being uncomfortable and 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 growing through that while still leveraging her unique strengths and skill sets and abilities and personality. And that is the true difference um, in that. So I hope you guys found this helpful. Maybe a light bulb went off for you and you can reflect on are you leveraging yourself and your strengths um and your personality in your business because ultimately that's how you're going to build connection to your audience all right guys talk to you on thursday thanks for listening to the not for lazy marketers podcast if you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how hirsch marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.